Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, coworker causing you to second guess yourself? That's crazy making. I'm Dr. River British Shader, and I'm here to help you save your sanity. Let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and tonight we're going to be talking about something super important. It's basic, but it's not the usual way that I talk about basic things. Tonight we're going to be talking about, am I in a toxic relationship with a hijackal? But I'm not going to be giving you the characteristics and traits of hijackals. I'm going to be talking to you about how it feels to be in a relationship with a hijackal. And that's a very important starting point because going down the checklist, and I have one, I have several checklists you can take. Just go to toxicrelationshipchecklists.com with an S on the end, toxicrelationshipchecklist.com and take them there. So that will give you the traits and, and patterns and cycles of hijackals. But tonight I want to talk about are you in a relationship, a toxic relationship with a hijackal and how it feels and what that does to you as a wonderful human endeavoring to be healthy? <laughs> and those are important things to consider. And as usual, I invite you to support the Save Your Sanity podcast by going to patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. You can pledge a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can to make sure that this information keeps going out to people who really need it. Patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. So let's talk about a few of these things. Now, you know, I created the term hijackal, and I did that because... I've said this on other podcasts, too many people, in my opinion, were going to the internet, putting in whatever traits that the person they had in mind had, and then they start mistaking the internet for a clinical mental health professional. So diagnoses come back. And the person who put in the search goes, oh, that person is a narcissist, a psychopath, a borderline, a sociopath antisocial, that's not really very helpful. It may be good for a moment, but it doesn't help you with the feet on the ground, what to do every day. So I wanted something that was not a mental health terminology. It talked about people who have a certain set of patterns, traits, cycles, and behaviors. And so I created the term hijackals. And if you haven't seen it before, my definition is hijackals. A hijackal is a person who hijacks a relationship for their own purposes, allaboutthem.com, and then relentlessly scavenges it for power, status, and control. And so it's important for us to understand if we are with a hijackal. Now, you might have just read that definition and go, yep, that's me. Well, that's a good start. So listen to some of the things that will validate and affirm what's going on for you tonight. Because 
a person who you can recognize is all about power, status, and control, they make you feel a certain way or two. And it's important to be able to recognize it from the inside out too, rather than just looking at them from the outside in. So let's talk about this. What's different about a toxic relationship? Well, it's very important to have a healthy relationship in which, yeah, occasionally you have little toxic moments, you have a bad day, you're somebody's idea of a difficult person, and someone tells you you're difficult. The difference is you apologize and you change your behavior. In a toxic relationship, you tell the other person what you think, feel, need, or want, and they really don't care. They're going to do what they're going to do, and they're going to have things their way, and that's what makes it toxic in part, and a whole lot of other things that we're going to talk about tonight, too. So it's important to recognize that you might be in a toxic relationship, and so if that happens to be the case for you, you want to go over to ToxicRelationshipChecklists.com and check out, take the checklists, find out what's going on there because you need to do that. And there there you see, I spelled it incorrectly already. So let me fix that. Um, It's ToxicRelationshipChecklists.com. Very important spelling plural, toxicrelationshipchecklists.com. And um, let's move on. You can go there and you can take an in-depth checklist to find out if you are in a toxic relationship. Is your partner toxic? So very important. So let's talk about some of the attributes. How, How you will feel if you are in a relationship with a toxic person, with a hijackal. And some of the attributes of the relationship are that it feels, toxicity means that it actually feels poisonous. That, oh, every time I'm around this person or whenever they're in that way of being, I just feel badly. I feel disempowered. I feel, ugh, I don't want to be part of this. That's not fair. That's unjust. Don't I matter? And so it's like poison to your system that you may be a very giving person and they are takers. And they take and take and take and then make you wrong for not giving more. And that becomes a very poisonous cycle. Does that relate? Does that make you sit up and take notice and say, yes, it feels like I'm being poisoned? Well, that's what toxicity does. It makes you feel as though you've been poisoned, and it is a poisonous relationship. So that's very important to notice. And then the other thing is that it's pervasive, meaning these things keep spreading. Like, first of all, it's a little thing. It happens just once in a while. Then it starts to happen more frequently. Then you comment on it, and you're told, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that if they even ever say they're sorry. And then after a little bit, you say that you don't care for that, and they say they don't care. It's your fault. 
right? You've had that happen. Hijackals are great at turning things into your fault. They love to find fault and they like to blame because, of course, there's nothing wrong with them. They are perfect. They are without fault at all. Everything is someone else's fault. So it becomes very pervasive. It, it spreads out and it gets into the crevices and corners of the relationship. It spreads to the children. It spreads to the in-laws. It spreads all over the place. And poison that is pervasive is extremely toxic, right? And so this can be happening in your relationship. It can be extremely toxic because it is poisoning the relationship, poisoning the system, causing it to malfunction, causing it to be unhealthy, and it keeps growing and getting worse and worse and worse and getting into more places. So it's pervasive. But another attribute of it is it's invasive, meaning that somehow it gradually makes its way it makes its way into those places that I was mentioning, but it makes its way in there with harmful effects. Invasive is harmful. And when you begin to notice in the beginning, you know, most healthy people, they give people the benefit of the doubt. They give them a little wiggle room. They, um, they, they give them the opportunity to change their mind. They say, oh, maybe you're just having a bad day. But if you find yourself doing that over and over and over again, the likelihood is that they are not just having a bad day. And your justifications, your rationalizations for their behavior are actually enabling them to keep behaving badly. Because this behavior is invasive, it starts to get into the cracks and crevices of your soul. It, it gets into the little places in the relationship where there's no need for strife and struggle. But the power struggle makes those places contentious. And that's really difficult because the invasive nature... They start marginalizing you. They marginalize you from your family. They want to move you to some remote location where you know no one. And yeah, they have all kinds of ideas. I'll get a better job. I'll buy a bigger house. There's lower tax rate. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And you think, well, am I being unreasonable? Why wouldn't I go? All those things sound good. And you may not realize that part of a hijackal's agenda is to isolate you, to marginalize you, to move you away from your family and friends so they have more control over you, so that they can be more invasive. And by being more invasive, they will be more pervasive because they will keep spreading. And then they do these really horrible things. They'll tell your family and friends or your co-workers or whatever, all kinds of nasty and negative things about you that are not true, not true. However, they do it. And then people believe them. Why? Because they're charming, because they're convincing. You know, they'll say things like, I don't like to talk about my partner, but, you know, we know that he or she is having these difficulties. And don't you worry. I've got it. I, I understand. I'll take care of it. You know, I, it's my job. I'll take care of them. But, you know, they're declining or they're missing the mark 
or maybe they're going a little crazy, or maybe they really are falling apart and they get this smear campaign going to get other people to think there's something wrong with you and that they are the ones that are right. Now, that's a big deal. If that kind of invasive action is being taken, you need to recognize that you are, in fact, in a toxic relationship. Because that is very sad, but it does happen. So whether it's poisonous, pervasive, or invasive, these are things that you need to notice. And the upshot of all that is it's unpleasant. It is truly unpleasant to be around these people. And as a good person, you're probably giving them that wiggle room and making excuses for them. And you keep being hooked on hope that that person that you first met, the one who doesn't exist, sorry to say, the person who was everything you ever wanted, who seemed to read you like a book and know you so well, the person who gave you what you wanted, understood, got under your skin, allowed you to be vulnerable while they were collecting things to hit you over the head with later, um, that person that hooked you, that person that you fell in love with doesn't exist. That was an act. And that's unpleasant to find out. It's unpleasant to come to terms with. It's unpleasant to believe because you've been duped. And you don't want to believe that you've been duped. You don't want to believe you were tricked or fooled. But hijackers do that. That's the kind of con person mentality that they have. You know, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Just come here. Right? And so you find yourself in this place where everything feels a little unpleasant and you're on edge. And what's going to happen now? What can I count on? What can I not count on? What are they going to do or say that is unexpected and not in a good way? How are they going to tell me that I'm wrong? How many ways will they find to find fault with me? How many times will they have to win in the silliest, most trivial ways? You know, those are the things that cause toxicity. That you can never have things the way you'd like them to have because the hijackal always needs to have them the way they want them. And if you talk about equity, you're not going to find equity in a relationship. You know, in... Um, Episode 115, I talk about the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. You must, must, must listen to that one if you haven't already. Because if you don't have those three must-haves, you have nothing to build a healthy relationship on. And if you have some of them or a little bit of them, then you have to find out what building can occur. What building will your partner join you in creating? What building will they do to change things in a way that is equitable and reciprocal and mutual? And if someone is willing to work on that and build on that, that's great. But when you're with a hijackal, they're not. They're not willing to do that. That is extremely unpleasant. So if you go to episode 115 and you really listen to those three things that are must-haves and you realize that your partner has no interest in that, or your parent has no interest in that, or you have an adult child who has no interest in that, then you need to know that there's no building blocks there. 
And yes, you're going to grieve that. And it's sad. But you also have to recognize that you could stand on your head and spit wooden nickels for a decade, and it's not going to change much. Now, there are some ways that, that things can change, particularly, you know, if you have a, an adult child who marries a hijackal. I work with many people around the world who are in that situation where they're hardly seeing their own child because the child married a hijackal. Then they hardly see their own grandchildren because of that same situation. There are things that we can do and we can try and we can put in place, but it's not a good idea to find ourselves in relationship with a hijackal and and then think that we're going to bring about much change. We can bring about change in ourselves, which is very important, but we can't bring about much change in a true hijackal. Now, some people sit on the edge of being a hijackal. So when they're really under pressure, they're, they have hijackal behaviors, but most of the time they're, they're, they don't. That's a different matter. But you'll find out when you take the test, you know, when you go to toxicrelationshipchecklists.com, take the test, see what's so for you. Now, another thing about this is that they do things subtly. They do things behind the scenes. The toxicity is kind of rampant. It's kind of in the water. It's kind of in the air. And it, it's subtle. And when you say something about it, they tell you you're wrong. They tell you you're mistaken. They tell you that you don't see things correctly. They tell you you're inaccurate. So what are they doing? They're gaslighting you. They are trying to define your relationship for you. They'll tell you what you think, feel, need, want, prefer, remember. And they insist that they are right and you're wrong. And this kind of subtle gaslighting, once you see it, it's not so subtle. But you might second guess yourself while you're being fed this kind of thing. And it's important to recognize that. Now, why am I doing this topic tonight? Well, every now and again, it's really important to talk about the basic things because new people come to listen. And they may be starting in this very week, and they may not understand fully what this is. So this is why I've diverted it tonight to say, how do you feel when you're in a toxic relationship? What does toxicity feel like? Well, poisonous, pervasive, invasive, unpleasant. And subtle, like, am I right? Is that really going on? Or am I making it up? That's what keeps you living on the edge and hypervigilant. And that is extremely unpleasant to go back to that. But the other thing that it is, is it's harmful. It's hurting your self-esteem. It's hurting your image of yourself, your self-image. It is eroding your self-confidence, which is really sad. And as you you aid a compromise, you try to be understanding, you try to be equitable yourself in the relationship, and you soon realize that there is not that willingness on the other side, it hurts. It is harmful. It makes you feel, what have I done? Am I trapped in a relationship that is totally dysfunctional? And what do I need to think about? What do I need to do? What models are my children seeing by watching this interaction? So many big questions when you start to ask yourself, am I with a toxic person, a hijackal? You know, very, very important. 
Now, the last one that I want to talk to you about tonight is they are crafty. And when I looked up the meaning of crafty, because I wanted, I just got curious, what does it mean? I was thinking about, you know, people who figure things out and try to go under the under the radar kind of crafty. But I found that the actual definition of crafty is clever about achieving one's aims by indirect and deceitful methods. Clever about achieving one's aims by indirect and deceitful measures and methods. Hijackals are crafty. They're deceitful. They are indirect. They redirect you. They do sleight of hand kinds of things. They blame you for things they did. The things that they're most afraid are true of them, they tell you are true of you. That's what we call projection. That's crafty. That's indirect. That's deceitful. That's underhanded. It's undermining. It's blindsiding. All of these things are true. And if this is how you feel, When you're in a relationship, then it is highly likely that you are in a relationship with a toxic person, a hijackal. And I really encourage you to go to toxicrelationshipchecklists.com if this is ringing true for you, because you want to find out. You need to nail it down. If you don't start seeing the other person and their behaviors for what they are, you may blame yourself. You may take on fault that isn't yours. You may put yourself down. You may discredit yourself. You may second guess yourself. You may question your sanity. And of course, the podcast is called Save Your Sanity. So if you're questioning it, I want you to save your sanity. And I want to give you tools to understand what it is to be in a toxic relationship with a hijackal and how to recognize that. There are 40 questions in the toxic checklist. Am I with a toxic partner? Those 40 things will give you big insights, big moments of going, oh, I hadn't thought of that part. Whoa, who knew? And these are important things for you to to connect with and understand. There's nothing bad in you that attracted a toxic person. They like good people. They like people who will go the extra mile, who will give them some wiggle room, who will give them the benefit of the doubt. They like people like that because they think that they can manipulate them easier. So it's not that there's anything wrong with you. It is that they saw their moment and they started to groom you by being everything you wanted them to be in the case of a romantic relationship. But in the case of a toxic parent, you didn't have any choice. You were born into that. And it's equally important to understand that if you had a toxic parent, you need to understand the toxic relationships there because long before you even had language, you were learning and taking in your sense of self by how the hijackal treated you and what they demanded of you. And it changes everything. You know, when I'm working with my clients, we, we look always at what happened. 
what happened underneath your adult life? What were you told before the age of seven? Because that's when brain development really, really has, has made quite a few inroads. For the beginning of our life, we have a lot of areas of our brain that are not fully developed. And so the things that go in when we're young about who we are, about how the world works, about what we're worth, about whether we're important, all of those things could have been put in there by a toxic parent. And if they're already in there, a toxic partner is going to hop along and say, ah, this one's already groomed. I can just play that music again. It's not your fault. It happens. It's organic. But when you wake up and smell the herbal tea, you take this toxic relationship checklists uh, calm to heart and you go over there and see there's a passive aggressive checklist there's a relationship checklist you'll see them all over there and you start to say oh I never thought about those as components of what's going on then you can begin to come back to your center you can take up more space you can say no and you can start thinking about establishing some healthy boundaries now, these are all super important things to do, and I hope that you will take them very seriously and look at them. And don't spend too many moments saying, oh, the time I've wasted, if you find that you're in a toxic relationship with a hijackal. Don't think about it that way. Think of, how do I get myself back to center? How do I get myself empowered? I'm always here to help you do that. You know that you can use my introductory offer for new clients and go to beaclient.com, a full hour with me for only $97. You can do that if you want to talk about it, see what's possible, figure out, am I really with the hijackal? That's an important thing to do. And um, as I said, beaclient.com, quick, easy. It takes you right to my calendar, easy to do. So I hope this has been helpful to you to think about in a different way. How do you feel in a relationship that is toxic, in a relationship with a toxic person, with a hijackal? Very important. I'm Dr. River British Shaler. And until we talk again, I hope you'll take very good care of yourself because you are precious and you matter. And I hope that you demonstrate that to yourself every day. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me by a video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.